0: This is Dr. Anai a son. you'll be listening to Shav's
1: podcast. Yeah. What a a pleasure to meet you, finally. Ah, Thank you. Uh, (laughs) So, um, I always want to first start off by saying that um, how did you get into politics and everything like that? Okay, sweet. Um,
0: So, working as a GP in South Auckland, you know, I did it for 10 plus years. And just seeing the struggles that our patients come through, our community come through. And just seeing that you know, me providing a prescription or a health program that has its limits, yeah. Um, but the underlying issues are going to be the social issues, and so I wanted to, you know, kind of influence broader issues underlying the health and well being of our people, so I just put my hand up for um governing groups and you know, local government stuff. So, 2019, I got into the Board, and then um, the opportunity arose a year later for general elections. So, yeah, put my hand up for Takanani and yeah, yeah you got it. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's been a blessing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are the communities that I serve as a doctor, so it creates yeah. another opportunity to,
1: adv- to still advocate. On other issues. And, um, What's it like being in Parliament? <laughs> oh, it's the only good to Wellington. What's that like?
0: Yeah, it's been good, eh? Like, good experience. Um, yeah, Obviously, there's going to be negatives with that, you know, leaving the family for a few days, but uh, the family has been, have been supportive. You know, this is uh, a good role to advocate on the community's behalf. And yeah, yeah it's pretty cool to hang out with um, all these senior MPs, the ones you watch on TV, yep, the, yep. and just learn from them, eh? So, yeah. you know, being a first-turner. Uh, you sit there in the back bench and learn, and of advocates and put your um, advocacy and, and put your expertise
1: to use as well yeah. so so yours would be in the health field yeah in the health so health, health, yeah. health so it does so the mental health Act, um yeah. when can we see changes in that i know there's been changes already made but when can we see more of a obvious change yeah. more of, of, an of an obvious change, change. i mean um so regarding the mental health act look. yeah yeah um
0: I guess, you know, there's a, uh, I, I guess sitting on the other side, it's, you're still trying to see those changes come through because it's, it's still going through the process. And, yeah. Um, we've had some good, good feedback from the community, from the actual commissioner, and all the exp- experts on it. Yeah. Um, I think they're still getting worked through and we can see that, so mm. hopefully soon. But um, uh, yeah, there's well, no, well, no, no don't do you, direct answer on that. <laughs> what, what, what do you reckon is
1: going to change in that? Because like, sometimes patients stay for nine months on the act, but sometimes mm. it's a bit longer than nine months on the act. Mm-hmm.
0: And and I, I guess it falls back to the, you know, you, got, you always got to have the specialist view on yeah. it as well, because like, yeah, you know, if you're going to be under the act, it's, it's a certain time frame. But you know, under reviewers, you got to make sure that they're they're
1: safe yes yes and yeah. the specialist always has say to say yep. it as well so when you yep. do those reviews at the end of it you're always going to get the practitioner so, so is, it, is it okay to wait three months to see your practitioner because <laughs> <laughs> some people wait three months and just and they keep on calling and calling mm, and, mm. and nothing really and I think you know how we got the new health reforms because you know it's one thing to
0: see your specialist but there's, you always got to keep in ties with your family doctor as well yes. and that's where you know specialist yes they are busy yeah. our GPs are busy as well but yeah. there has to be the continuous care from both ends so that's where we want to make sure that you know your your care is continuing under both your family doctor and your specialist um, but yeah three months gives us a, a good
1: round number in terms of getting your reviews but it doesn't prevent you from seeing your, your primary care doctor oh. yeah um, what about the new law of new medicines hopefully Available in oh, New Zealand? On new medicines. medicines, I mean,
0: you know how we've had that uh, recent Pharmac review, and yep. they've, they've been quite upfront in the recommendation they need to be more transparent with um, consumers. Um, so when it comes to new medicines, I mean, Pharmac has their process. Um, yes, yes, so Pharmac's M- the pharmaceutical that, That's the agency um, that is commissioned to yeah. approve funding for new medicines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, MedSafe is yeah. the other regulator they're yeah. the ones who approve who authorise um, that this medicine is safe yeah. once it's authorised
1: then it goes through to pharma to see if they get funding for it yeah so that comes in with the crystofiburosis medication trifecto. is that yeah, available yeah, yeah. in Trifictor, April uh, um, or yeah. is it meant to be available? yeah,
0: that, Um, uh, you know, all the other yeah, because this is, you know there's, there's, there's a whole variety of medicines that are used by the rare disorders community, yeah. uh, chronic um, um, illness community, so there's always going to be a competing priority for you know, a yeah. But I'm, I'm really chuffed that we can get some movement, um, and that's because the government's invested yeah, I'm pushing, I'm 200 pushing. plus million in yeah. another round of um, funding. Yeah, um, Because you know without that funding, you're not going to get things moved, new right. medicines approved and so forth. So it's, it's, this government and uh, subsequent governments need to make sure that they're funding Pharmac
1: appropriately yeah. to, to get that new uh, their So current. we can see a new, a new medic- medication for traffic that come through, eh? Well, if... Because that, that was meant that, to be for the crystal fibrosis it was last year said so it was going to be in April and this is April now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have the correct details on me. Oh. Uh, oh, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, you must <laughs> see a lot of paperwork. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about, um, sh- is it suitable do you reckon for people in mental health distress to go to a police station and be put in a police uniform base like while they're distressed and then um, I, um, think, I, th- I think, I um, think, could there what? be a clinic, like instead of the police taking them to the police station, there can be a health clinic or something in the community? Well, because, because our patients access
0: Providers obviously, if, if they're feeling distressed, yeah. Obviously, you know, if a family member or well they, they themselves contact yeah. the police, the police have their process, whether we be making sure that because they have you yeah. know mental uh, have nurses, yeah. they've got the crisis team on board as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of their contact, if they enter the, the GP doors or wherever it is, yeah. there is um, already. Um, service to yep. wrap around um patients now yeah uh whether it be uh, contacting that uh uh was it
1: one f- one seven three seven uh, contact number again like i said any, yeah any access mental health services that's been provided to the community i would mm-hmm. say um what about kids as young as seven and eight On contraband these days like i've seen when i when i went to rehabilitation i knew that there was um like, under 12-year-olds under waiting to be put into rehab, and this was in 2013, mm-hmm. and now obviously it's gone worse, because I've seen young kids get into trouble like that, into contraband, what, what what's already we can, can stop, or uh, maybe, please mm-hmm. this? thing is, um, because, you
0: know, we saw in 2019, uh, 1.9 uh, billion dollars being to mental health it's still being rolled out in terms of their funding and part of it was access uh, for primary care instead of you know so anyone that presents to their GP uh, are funded to get um, access uh, to mental health
1: counsellor and then subsequently to a psychiatrist. yeah but these are kids that are like oh yeah and and with kids too yeah these are kids that come from a rough background bad environment and also there's parental issues around it Mm. And then they go out and commit crime, you know, just to just to pay off the dealer. Or well, these are the kids that you see any, like you would see any online go around for a smoke behind the school, mm-hmm. things like that. Like, is it, how can we do more about this? Mm-hmm. I think that,
0: that comes down to uh, wraparound services. You know, yeah. it can't be just one you know, health be, team
1: yeah. trying to sort it. That's that's and, what <laughs> I was trying to say. Like, <laughs> like can we see a health officer
0: coming? Yeah, I mean, we've seen um, initiatives. I mean, yeah. that's one thing that's been discussed as a, as a, you know, a drug health officer yeah. um, being able to work with police. And yeah. then I think we've already seen programs or initiatives being implemented to try to do that thing. Yeah. Um, it's you know, whether we're a, a drug health officer or currently with co-response teams, so yeah. the police working with their own health teams, so a nurse and an on-call doctor. Uh, to make sure that there is not only that medical input uh, in working with police, but also you also have the, they have connections with their social workers and so yep.
1: forth So it has to be a wraparound service. You can't yep. just have one. So when one when kids leave YJ and when people leave leave rehabilitation services, there's always that support. But how do we know they're getting that support? Mm. Like some people don't even answer their phone calls or you know things like that. Then mm-hmm. they just don't bother. They just go back in the same path. Yeah, and I think that's that comes down to how we
0: program our initiatives. So mm-hmm. you know, once you've gone through you know, the program, what what happens is like you say, that people fall off. Yeah. But I think there has to be that longer follow up period, yeah. Yeah. and um, that's
1: something in the justice system. How do you reckon we can get more nurses and more psychologists into the country and into rural parts? Because sometimes the waiting list is one year to see a psychologist. Yes, um and with the
0: I mean the nurses part that I said so, so recently uh, we've had the uh, immigration settings changed and uh, I think it, obviously we just come through the COVID-19 period, now immigration settings have just started pick up now and yeah. in terms of including all the other um, uh, skilled workers and so forth. So it's good to see that um, the green list uh, has been updated to see nurses come, come in from overseas. But it's good to see that uh, not only secondary care nurses' pay have increased, but we've seen recently uh, the nurses' community nurses' pay increase as well. Um, so that's going to bolster the attractiveness of being a nurse here in Ontario. So all those different. Um, I guess uh, will help to attract nurses and, and other um, uh, medical
1: professionals that we need to as well. So. Yeah. But um, having, having, having young people do these study, like, like there's like or three tertiary courses that are available that are much better than high school. So why can't we see that in high schools? That like, mm-hmm. We can do level two retail at a uh, tertiary provider we can't do it in high school want, like placements and things like that there's not really a, the opportunity available to some high schools um so so i guess it's not my portfolio exactly. of education
0: oh, but um oh, sorry. But, but but like take for instance our local alfriston college yeah um, just down the road yeah um they have a close uh relationship with uh, and MIT, and so forth, because they have to be at quite agile in terms of students who will go down, you know, university line and so forth. But some students may not go down that line and choose to do trades and yeah. and other things, such as um, you know, in a barista and so forth. So there has to be that connection and the flexibility of students moving into their target areas. Yeah. As, as
1: you make. Um, so, yeah, being quite flexible at, at secondary school would beneficial for. Then we're going to see mm-hmm. more. I oh, just coming back to one of the questions, mm-hmm. we're going to see more, hopefully, more mental health medications available, possibly. Uh, well, there's always a review of, of mental health
0: medications, but um, again, I don't know. Like. Um,
1: what about a men's netball league? A men's netball league, yeah. Oh,
0: there's already the, the netball team, like our uh northern stars uh ANZ team yeah they've got a men's team here oh uh, they... you play oh, i used to play i used to play for america samoa i used to play yeah that's a cool game, yeah yeah, yeah, it a cool game. Yeah. yeah yeah, um so i see that uh other uh, ANZ, uh branding like like on our local uh, yeah. northern stars team they got yeah. a men's team yeah so sure They play around with the other uh,
1: teams as well, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's this social uh, nipple and Nipple, yeah. And so, forth, so I know you that I thought I seen you somewhere. <laughs> 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 um, climate change, how are we heading towards that? Climate change, yeah. So there can be more done like EV cars. I know there's really like a free EV charge thing at a, the warehouse, yeah. just up the way from the office. Um, there's also some other places, but like, could we see more of that? But how do people get into EV cars when EV cars are quite dead? Mm.
0: Yeah. And, and you would have seen that um, the policies put through to help, you know, like like focus on the low income families there are considering dumping the petrol car yeah. going to a hybrid or an EV, yeah, um, and that's why you would have seen that subsidies. If you were to buy a new, new, brand new EV, then there's a rebate, a rebate. yeah. So, what is the rebate? Uh, what, like, what's the
1: process? So,
0: so, pretty much, it's um, money back in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, once okay. you buy, um, mm-hmm. and you know, this is something that we, we've discussed quite at quite length because you know, we always think about low you know, How about us in South Auckland, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we, we do have pockets so it's quite low socioeconomic uh, population. so um, it is going to be a process that we are still seeing it's good that we are seeing um, EV and hybrids get picked up um, quite early um, in the piece um, again you know we're not going to see uh, I guess the the results um, until uh, yeah. another year or so because you know, that, that uh,
1: policy came on uh, I think uh, only last year yeah well, last so. year um, can we see, like, Auckland's running into like a international city with all its, and that's happening? Can we see twenty four seven, um public transport? Like, some people finish work at eleven thirty, but then you say to use a tra- public transport, public transport's not available at that time on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, time when people that work. Um, and like i said in terms of our south Auckland people yeah, that's there's a lot of shift to yeah. shift work is it? yeah
0: um and it's quite difficult for it to, to work sometimes yeah yeah that's right um and we've seen pilots being um done here in Takanani and Papakura yeah. in terms of um, using smaller vans to yeah. transport
1: people um but are these available after the yeah day? that's the that's the question
0: that we put to Uh, transport as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's still in the works.
1: Because um, having that means that people can catch public transport. Oh yeah. And they can they can like parking rides will be more useful. Mm. Like going to the city, coming back every day. You know, it's not really the gimmick you want to do. Mm-hmm. And especially when you when you are nurse working from 11:30 or 11 o'clock till in the morning, or you finish at 11:30, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I think we, we, we can improve on those times, uh, whether, you know, obviously, uh, I guess, in terms of volume of buses and so forth, but, you know, just providing that service will definitely a benefit especially for our shift workers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, again, um, I don't have the detail with me, uh, but it's something.
1: stuff done to create jobs for people like in mental health situations they've been they've been well but they still can't get a job or employment or for people that um like yeah in that situation. You you mean like um so they've been in the service yeah. but um they've been in the service so long way they haven't done anything, they have nothing to look forward to. They basically just know that they have to go to a group or they have to do this. But if they want more, like more of an education for them, like a center for people with mental health um, in the community where they can go to get to get learn stuff and things like that, mm-hmm. and hopefully get a job and move forward with their mm-hmm. life. I think the minister
0: of MSD has done well in terms of trying to connect those who are either on the sickness benefit or job seeker benefit um, to get into employment and actually funding employers to get get our um, community members into their jobs. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know working with I mean being a GP myself is working with you would have seen them come in oh yeah there they come in I sign a document <laughs> but then I work with the case manager to see what sort
1: of job that they can go do into because that's what I mean like there's not much jobs they can do but what about creative jobs they can do well the, yeah. and again you know that, <laughs> that's hard that's, <hot. laughs> that, that's, that's a, a hard because <laughs> the, bus, <laughs> the business is got to hire them you can't tell the business to hire yeah. them um that's what I mean like when people say to, to tell the government that um to tell these politicians to tell, to work in income to, to, to hire these people because you can't do that, you can't. No, exactly. yeah, and that's and that's why the flexi wage is one of the policies where you know
0: the connection with MSD with employers to see where you know our yeah. community members can get a job, yeah. um, and trying to match them to the different employers that have that connection with um, MSD. Yeah. So it is a tough one. Um, the funding is there in terms of the flexi wage for employers to grab our um, business. Um, but that's all. there's always a conversation with their doctor as well because yeah. you know um, there's some patients, they, they can't go to specific training, like you say, yeah. it has to be a job that's suited to them or yeah. well, then the businesses need needed you know <laughs> do they have opportunities for those? Yeah. That's sorts of criteria for yeah.
1: patients. So, yeah, that is a bit of a... a um, just before we end or something, um, um, Where where do you see yourself heading in the next five years or next two years? Well, I'm running again for, um, uh, you know, to be the MP
0: again this year, so at at election time. So, you know, the next, hopefully we'll be still in Parliament um, by the end of this year. Um, And also just um, progressing along uh, with my health health portfolios, seeing where leadership uh, wants me to go in terms of um, supporting. Where do you hope um, to go? Well, you know, you're always going to be saying, "Oh, you want to step higher no, no, into the position?" But um, I like guess it whether be uh, a minister role within the party in the next government, or so. You know, it's up to leadership. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm, uh, I still practice as a GP because right. I love, I love practicing as well. I try to squeeze it in. It's, yeah. it's a hard thing to do when you're a full-time MP and try to keep your registration as a doctor. Yeah. But for me, I always want to be innovative and to resolve how you practice your medicine, how you work with community and be um, quite flexible in what their needs are yeah. and suiting your medical practice to that. Yeah. So I've, I've always done community uh, programs where i have done pretty well. I, I was the first specific provider to do uh, online um, consultations. And this is before COVID-19. Yeah. Um, so I'm always looking for technology, yeah. uh, innovation. So I always say like, if, if come the next term I'm not in parliament I'm always going to be doing something in medicine and, yeah. and, and working to improve
1: how we uh, deliver our services to our I, think, I
0: think I seen
1: that you guys did um, quite a good job of providing healthcare education like for people to learn healthcare and get forward can yeah. we see can we see like um, like that, not just in health but in the other areas of the industry and working we see that happen too. Yeah, I mean, education is really important for us um, to make sure that across different
0: sectors of education. Yeah, and um, you know, health is just one thing. But um,
1: yeah, because we need more construction workers and things. Oh well, yeah, that and that's why we've. Because like we we get well, like the construction up north and then. Um, in Auckland and in other parts of the country with the flooding and whatnot, <laughs> it kind of builds a tone of workers, eh? Yeah, and, and we've seen a, th- um, uh,
0: a few thousand um, students pick up the uh, apprenticeship free training. Yeah, uh, because we've, we've increased the consents for buildings. Yeah, we need the workforce.
1: And you got the apprenticeship happening right yeah. there. Yeah, right there, okay. and we're supporting businesses to uh, get these. So, um, well, that program's be continuing for life or like for the next period of your of the government's part currently it's it's
0: set for a time frame yeah. um but um you know i i, I wouldn't think that uh, again mm-hmm. our manifesto is not out yet our policies are not out yet oh, yeah. but it's
1: it's it's i see it as beneficial that we make sure that we're still training yeah. our apprenticeships and builders yeah and because that have been um, good for some for a lot of people that i yeah. know like, having that ability to do something practical with yeah. their hands and then yeah. kids can get onto it. Mm-hmm. It's not just about the kids, though, eh? It's about those that, um, are like, say, over 30 and need a job or need a career change. Something will be good for them as well, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's good across the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, um... Well... What was you like in high school? When I was, oh, back in high school, I loved my sports. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: no, I'm a GP, but I'm also a sports doctor. I yeah. love like sports. Yeah. And um, so back then in high school, I was just focused on mostly sports and, and, and academia. Um, grew up in Mangere, in yeah. you know, South Where did you go for high school? Oh, well, high school, I was at Auckland Grammar. Uh-huh, my, yeah. My brothers were there. Um, so just followed seats and played rugby. Um, and, yeah, uh, I love performing as well in the Samoan group. Yeah, um, Polyfest. Polyfest, yeah. yeah. I, did, I did seven years in Polyfest. I started from Form 1. Yeah. So um, I was an intermediate, so I did up to Form 3 at Maslin College. Yeah. Then went to Auckland grammar school from Form 4, Form 7. Did yeah. seven years of performing at ASB Polyfest, and then did uh, another three years as tutoring as well. So I did yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So I love performing, uh, that's yeah. my thing. Yeah, just just
1: hang out with the with my peers at school yeah, and just yeah. play basketball, rugby and... Do with the recent incidents in the opening schools like such as Wesley and Dilworth, mm. do you do you see like um what what would the government's intake would be to increase measures of safety for parents to send these kids to these schools or boarding schools or whatever these highly schools that are out there? You know?
0: Yeah, it, it, was, it was quite sad to see, you know, the most recent one, Wesley College. Um, and, you know, these are things for, uh, you know, our families to consider and making sure that they do hold the board, the school board to account. Um, and obviously the Minister uh, will be keeping a close eye to make sure that these processes are followed. If not, you know, the Minister can step in. But
1: um, you, you no, I was like, Usually, when people get you guys involved, is that okay? Like we we seen with the EHA Master thing, where Auntie Cinder got involved, and then it kind of it kind of defeats the business purpose of her stepping in because that's not really business. It's not wasn't her intention to go there. It was just people said. Mm. You know, Do you find that um, that people find labour like quite soft? Like they can approach you anytime and, and like sort of get these tendencies. That's something I've noticed. Like, with national, you can never do that. But with labour, you you're kind of because like, we have a heart. Yeah, you have a heart. That's exactly what I'm going with. It. You have a heart, and like you notice people in the community, and you let them come in. eh? we, we always got to listen to our community. Yeah, you know, it is
0: a balancing act because we know that there's um there's business processes that yeah. need to be followed, there's legal matters that yeah. need to be followed. Um, so, you know, you, there's one hand, you always got to listen to your, your community and, you know, and, and be quite, I guess, um, you know, be, be cautious and careful yeah. in, in how you approach things, but making sure that you're always lifting up the, the community voice and the yeah. feedback you get. And when it comes to mana finua and UEA, it's really important that we get it right. We are tangata Fenua, man. Yeah. We are on there, Finwa. <laughs> we've Got to make sure we get it right. <laughs> mm. right so what's for the water stuff? Uh, affordable uh, waters, the <laughs> <affordable laughs> <and> reform. <Yeah. laughs> um, so, you know, number one thing is that um, in the next thirty years we're going to see $160, 180 billion dollars that councils will have to uh, front up with, which means that ratepayers will going to be paying up to you know uh, thousands of dollars in rates each year. Yeah. So, you know, from if that, you made that
1: cheaper. Yeah, made made it
0: cheaper in terms of the the, the, um, the rates each year. Um, if it was to be left status quo, then you know, obviously yeah. you'll see all the um, with stuff. the inflation and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a good thing that um, the government has stepped in
1: um to to make sure that we get the infrastructure properly yeah this is, this is what I like about labor you guys step in when the moment is there but <laughs> well, yeah. we, won't, we won't shy away from yeah. it I mean you yeah. know people will say oh it's election year you might as well just cut no, it no but up. you have done
0: that <laughs> over the years like you've yeah. done that over the years yeah and uh, you know if, if we weren't to do this and we just left it alone then we're, we're leaving it for our, our generations to come mm. to front up a bill that's going to be way more than 180 billion yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to step in right now
1: Yeah. Um, get the process yeah. uh, go but go. then coming to that we have enough drinking water available with the climate change and everything oh yeah I I see the logic in that but it's the infrastructure you can have enough water but
0: is it coming through the creek pipes is it getting contaminated while it gets to you know drinking it so that's the issue eh? so our pipes need to be cleaned up our waterways and so forth and this creates jobs obviously yeah and it would be good for for jobs as well so I think we've come to a was originally going to look at four entities across our table to service our councils yep. and now that it's gone to 10 entities and that's because of the feedback the minister has, has got the different councils
1: so, um it's good that we didn't just go oh yeah no we're
0: not gonna we're not gonna listen to our community we're just gonna run with four entities <laughs> you know it's good that the minister has listened we've yep. taken on board It's to strike a uh, good balance for our community so you
1: know it's good for councils and hopefully all the other councils. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that's okay. Um before we go I just wanna say um what would you have? Pineapples on pizza or are you a pineapple man on pizza? Oh no, no. No, no, no I'm a pepperoni man. Pepperoni. Eh? I love my pepperoni pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And um uh taste in movies. Taste in movies, I love superhero movies. Super mm-hmm. Superhero Avengers. Avengers, Avengers Superman, Batman.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what i <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: This is Doctor and I nearly have a son. You'll be listening to Chef's podcast.